you on, were, uh, yeah, remote from the beginning, except for one episode. <laughs> yeah. This is, yeah, like the, well, this is the third time Evan and I have been in the same Oh, room. that's true. No, yeah, we did we, another one. We did one in the radio station together. Yeah, that was yeah. cool. Yeah. Huh? I'm honored to be here for <laughs> the inaugural, inaugural <laughs> third uh, live show. Yeah. We're playing to the audience of this wonderful cat. Yeah. yeah. Confused as to where she wants to be. She's, uh, yeah, she never really knows where she wants to yeah. be. Her She's mind operates independently of... <laughs> Most external influences. I think she's upset that you didn't give her a mic. She was really looking forward to this recording. <laughs> no, she's session. upset because the door to the bedroom is closed oh. and she can't get in there. That's fair. I'm also upset her that I'm not in bed is, right now. Her routine is disrupted. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome everyone to Rock Hard Caucus Live. Yeah, this is our. <laughs> I w- I looked at the list before I came over. This is our 64th episode. Ooh. We're celebrating Rock Hard Caucus Nintendo 64. <laughs> yes. You do have an Nintendo I do have a Nintendo here. 64 in my living room right now. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, it might be uh, fun because I got the flash cart uh, mm. recently. Got every game ever released in North America. That's <laughs> <Hell yeah. laughs> <laughs> the way to do it. We're going to uh, evangelize about Everdrives. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is the bootleg one. <laughs> oh, yeah? yeah. Everdrives are fucking pricey. Yeah, They're they are. Expensive. This is the cheaper version. <laughs> yeah. That Ukrainian man who makes that. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Chinese. <laughs> premium. Get it on yeah. AliExpress. Oh, wait, wait. Is the original guy Ukrainian? Because I know there's some yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Crix. Crix. It's his username. Yes. Yeah. All right. Shout out to Crix. I'm sorry I bought the bootleg <laughs> version of your of your genius invention to get around. His real name's like Vladimir Prokopovich or whatever. Uh, <laughs> Some of Ukrainian. Canceled for making fun of Russians. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we're at Evan's house. This is. Uh, I don't know how much of the opening rambling I'm going to cut. So <laughs> whatever, it been. The uh, second time, third time ish that we've ever done any sort of in person recording. And uh, Evan and I are joined by a guest. That's me. A guest named Teddy Wood. That's me. Welcome to the show, Thank Teddy. Thank you. I'm honored to be here in scenic Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So, Teddy, you uh, you came over here from Philadelphia, Philadelphia. Right? Yeah. I took a bus from Philly to New Jersey and then drove for 17 hours to get to beautiful Des Moines. A bus from Philly to New Jersey? Yes. That's hmm. the wrong direction, right? I know. Okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I, did, I did not plan this trip. I just, I've just been going along with it. Yeah. We're, we're at the whims of my, my parents. Oh, are your my parents family. in Jersey? My, yes, my okay. parents are in Jersey, so I went back to them and then yeah. drove, and they basically drove, drove my father out here in his new truck that I have parked in your driveway. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he bought the truck solely because we were going to Iowa and he wanted to flex that he wasn't like a, a New Jersey guy. <laughs> he had the truck to match with everyone else. Wow. So you don't have trucks over there? I mean, we do have trucks <laughs> over there, but my, my dad is an accountant who works three minutes away from his house. There's mm-hmm. no reason he needs a pickup truck other than the want of a truck. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. a point for me because I've always insisted that a pickup truck is a car unless it specifically <laughs> is meant to tow cargo instead of people. If it's a people transportation <laughs> device, then it's a car. I mean, what if it's both? It can be both. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we did also, the, the secondary reason was that my we were trying to get rid of furniture that my grandma left yeah. that we then drove to Iowa, so now it's my brother's problem. I guess there's one thing about Iowa is there's a lot of people who have trucks here, but yeah. very yeah. people who use trucks to do anything <laughs> like tow cargo with. Anything truck I mean, maybe necessary. a couple times a year, yeah. but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just the flex at that It's point. a flex. And I appreciate it. I like the flex. Yeah. I like... It's like how in Vermont everyone drives their Subarus. No one actually is bringing people everywhere in their Subaru. <laughs> You're just driving and getting your groceries. Like. 
I just bought a Subaru literally like two months ago. <laughs> I'm pretty happy with it Have so you far. Used though. it for transporting. I don't know what you use a Subaru for skis, groceries, groceries. <laughs> yeah, a lot of groceries. I've, yeah, you grocery shop like every four months. <laughs> <laughs> completely fill the back of the car. Yeah. Yeah, I went from like not having a car and not driving to driving like a pickup truck around Des Moines, and it's a big. Oh yeah, that's the big culture shock. Nothing else, just having to drive places <laughs> like, oh shit, I can't walk here. Like, yeah, yeah, you can't really. Des Moines isn't bad for driving though. Yeah, you know? There's, it's not too bad. This actually used to be a really good neighborhood for walking, but there is a fairway right down a couple, like a block. It used to be a fairway, and now it's a church, <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty, I guess, like a fairway the grocery store. Yes became a church yes they are like a religious weird. corporation right uh probably i think they're closed on sundays yeah that's a very iowa thing too if you don't probably don't have fairways in philadelphia we don't, but i have been to a fairway since being here oh nice and uh, a saving shop stop and save stop and shop or <laughs> <laughs> it was like it's a discount grocery store where save they a get lot everything. maybe save a lot uh know. i'm not sure honestly it was in des moines yeah. yeah, I don't know. There's one, I can't remember the name of the chain, but there's one that used to be, like, a lot of them that's been slowly, like, dwindling. Yeah. I, I think it's save a lot. I went to a high V today. I feel like that's a, a yeah Iowa experience. Yeah, they are headquartered in Des Moines, right? They are, yes. Yeah, West yeah. Des Moines. Yeah. yeah. It's very bougie. <laughs> Much bougier than I expected in Des Moines, Iowa. No offense to Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> well, which high uh, V did you go to? We went to the one in like downtown because yep, that's my the... parents don't drink anymore, so we were trying to find like, okay, where in Des Moines, Iowa would have non alcoholic beer? And my mm-hmm. brother was like, the high V maybe? Yeah. The answer is yes, they did. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, uh, that so downtown high V is, is yeah. the fancy. Yeah. I spent like $50 on beer and cheese. So, <laughs> yeah. Hive <laughs> used to be like, oh, like we're employee owned, blah blah blah. But now, like they're the most corporate. They've totally adopted all of the, you know, the Amazon shit, mm-hmm. just because they feel like they have to. They got like I know some people who worked there for a long time, and it's gotten it's gone way downhill. Yeah, it's gotten way worse for employees. Yeah. definitely. So yeah, they're all pretty bougie. They have the market grill shit now instead of just right. like potato salad and <laughs> fried chicken <laughs> we, had, we had someone slice our bread for us and you could choose how thick your bread was sliced wow i've okay. never seen that before wow. wow they had like like a map where it's just like these are the different thicknesses and there's just someone who's there to cut your bread i was like this feels unnecessary i have my own knife i could do this myself yeah like, i've never even really thought about that <laughs> like a, a map of bread thickness yeah that's crazy yeah i've eaten a lot of sandwiches and i've had the same experience yeah, yeah. Well, are we we got seven eighths today. I'll let you know how it is. That's an ideal, <laughs> is that seven uh, eighths? That sounds of an inch? pretty. Yeah, seven yeah. eighths. Of that an seems inch. ideal. That seems yeah. about right. The, the thickest was I think they were doing an inch and a half. That seems obnoxious. That Unless seems you're like much. soaking yeah, it or something. Maybe if you're making like yeah. a French toast. But... If it's like a really soft bread. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this, yeah, this is how I planned the show to go. This is we're starting <laughs> no, with we're just the... reviewing different regional <laughs> grocery chains. Yep. Starting with the cultural exchange, yeah. <laughs> as yep. we do every time we have a guest from out of state. Hell yeah. Yeah, we've learned uh, we've learned a lot about uh, South Dakota. Uh, <laughs> That's it. <laughs> well, Carrie was living in Philadelphia when we talked to oh, her. Right? Yeah, yeah. but we were yeah. talking about this is redundant. Nevada. We were Nevada. talking about Nevada. Yeah. yeah, and she used to live in Florida. Yes, so we've covered that. So, yep. I was born in Florida, so I can tell you nothing about it because <laughs> I didn't live there. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So, how long have you been in Iowa now? A couple of days. I've been in Iowa since. Friday mo- Friday afternoon, so okay, like three so you, days. You got a whole Des Moines weekend. Yeah, in. we went to the farmers market. <laughs> I, as I said, I ate uh, bougie vegan burgers. Mm-hmm. We went uh, we went putt putt golfing today, and then we went on that lake. I went kayaking, 
And my brother was like, absolutely do not touch the water. Was it the Raccoon River? <laughs> no, it's whatever lake is right by Des Moines. Oh, the lake, sorry. Um, not sh- Gray's Lake? Gray's Lake. Yeah, we I went, just drove by mm-hmm. there and I forgot the name we, already. We, we went to Gray's Lake and we went kayaking. My brother was like, whatever you do, do not touch this water. My friend is like a water scientist. Or, there's a word for that that isn't water scientist. Uh, hydrologist. Hydrologist. <laughs> I, I don't know. I made that <laughs> up too. Right. He sounds right. But he was like, whatever you do, correct. do not touch the water. And immediately my, my brother's girlfriend was a... Uh, like paddle boating where you stand with the thing and fell in like five times. And my brother was like, oh, well, like, yeah, we're going to get mm-hmm. radioactive tonight. So, yeah, I don't know. Not necessarily radioactive, but yeah. uh, just sort of. Yeah. Water quality has been a big issue exactly. in Des Moines <laughs> recently um, because we've oh, had a bit of a drought. But oh, no. there's a lot of nitrates, mm-hmm. uh, basically fertilizer for crops upstream. Yeah. And also just manure and, you know, whatever they spread in the yeah. fields. It seems like the perfect mix of all that and then also being like 30 seconds from the city that you get the worst of all worlds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much every source of water in the state is just full of pig shit now. Perfect. Yeah. And there's <laughs> not... The regulations are going like in the opposite direction. So like don't... No one's going to ever clean it up because they don't have to. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Why would you? Yeah. Um, I used to live in Newark, New Jersey... And there's a there's river. good water there, right? Um, well, <laughs> really, <laughs> I've heard famously. Yeah, but. Newark, Newark it literally had like a worse water crisis than Flint, Michigan, but just they yeah. did a really good job of sweeping it under the rug. Yeah, but there's a river there that's the Passaic River that runs between like every like shithole town in New Jersey. Like, if you ever heard of a town in New Jersey and someone like, oh, this is a bad town, it's on the Passaic River. <laughs> and so, like two years ago, they had like Newark remembrance day or something which is like oh you can kayak in the passaic river and it's just like you would have to pay me to get in the passaic <laughs> river it's like literally like sludge it's like yeah. the color of coca-cola <laughs> i'm sure there are like plenty of bodies in there because there's just like un like abandoned bridges between it and like the other like city across like the way it's just like whose idea was this who thought like <laughs> someone want to swim there's no like shorelines there's no green areas near it it's just like industrial waste it'd be like like kayaking in the east river in like new york city <laughs> except worse because new jersey yeah. doesn't give a fuck so. <laughs> yeah there's like a pixie song about a bunch of garbage in the water in new jersey yeah there's an rem song about uh the cuyahoga river setting on fire <laughs> yeah I, c- I can't remember the pixies lyric or even what song it is um and the water guy who control the sea Got killed by 10 million pounds of sludge from New York and New Jersey. Yeah, Whatever. I should know, but... I, mean, I haven't listened to them in I was thinking of Cuyahoga by R.E.M., which is also <laughs> a very good song. Also a song about gross rivers. <laughs> yeah. That's something we all have in common. Bad water. Yeah, yeah. Earth, that's, the uh, earth is dying. Yep. And we live in the center of the... Yeah earth-killing nation <laughs> empire yeah <laughs> but luckily you live in the center so when everything is underwater this is where the flooding the won't be as be. bad yeah. yeah although the, our hometown has flooded many times <laughs> the basement in this particular unit that we're in right now has flooded <laughs> yeah <laughs> recently i, I live, that's just because of sump pump and i live like a block from a river that also has flooded pretty bad yeah though not recently yeah, I mean, flooding's not going to be great here either. <laughs> no, but I'm sure. There will be, be anywhere. more habitable yeah. land here. You, you will not literally be underwater, at least, yeah. hopefully. Not 100% of the <laughs> not time. A, yeah. <laughs> Just half and half. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be able to do like a, one of those cars that turns into a boat. That, that'll be your... We're, yeah, we're all going to have to get a... Dang. Yeah, the duck tour vehicles. <laughs> yeah. Amphibian. Yeah. Amphibious. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
They they made the duck tours illegal in New York because like a lot of people died on them somehow. I don't they know. They died on the duck tours. They died on the duck tours. Wow. I think they like fell out. And so there are a bunch of cities that banned them. Not Philadelphia. You can still do the Philadelphia Aquatic Tour. Yeah. Don't give a fuck. Yeah. I've I know I've been on a duck tour. I think I went on a duck tour in San Antonio, Texas. <laughs> and possibly one in Boston also. <laughs> I'm good. I have like whatever the train equivalent is of a Oh god, like a not a hangover. What's it called when you you're flying? <laughs> you oh um, uh, layover jet lag jet lag. That's no, it. Layover is the word I was like, okay. I'm an idiot. <laughs> um, I have the train equivalent of a layover in San Antonio for like two days, and I don't know what the fuck to do in San Antonio. Everything's yeah. like you should go to SeaWorld. and I was like, I'm not gonna. Do this. <laughs> Good choice. So maybe it I'll takes, do a duck tour. Yeah, SeaWorld obviously isn't like in town. Yeah, it's so like, you'd have to like take a taxi or something. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't seem worth it even then. Like probably like, not, no. <laughs> it's probably a lot worse now, yeah. too. That they've, <laughs> like, I their public imagine. image is completely in the toilet. <laughs> yeah. I feel like at that point, you just like, kind of have to lean into it and be like, yeah, fuck it. Like, fuck these whales. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is the fish torture <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> carnival. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't that what SeaWorld already is? <laughs> well, yeah. You just have to brand it. Like, but now oh. it's just totally open. Like, Yeah. I mean, I think it's pretty much there. I think they've had, like, since that Blackfish documentary came <laughs> right, out, exactly. I think they've probably had some problems with ticket sales. Yeah. Well, and now that we're on, like, the amusement park kind of subject, <laughs> and you mentioned people dying on duck tours, do you know about Adventureland? Is that the one here? Yeah. Yes. I have heard a little bit about it. I also am famously from, like, 10 minutes away from Action Park. Oh, Jersey. really? Yeah. The one that got the... There's, like, two documentaries. Yeah. That <laughs> yep. Very bad Johnny Knoxville <laughs> movie of it. So I feel like, once again, we, we are a kin spirit. So. What's the Knoxville movie? It's Action... Called, yeah. It's literally just called Action Park. Okay. I miss Action that. Point, I think, maybe. Yeah, because it's like they tried to... Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's literally just, like, a, a bad jackass ripoff about yeah. him yeah. being the guy who owns Action Park. But if he's in it, yeah. I mean, it's, it's like a it's like a <laughs> actual movie, but then they just have stunts in the middle of it. <laughs> okay, yeah. kind of like and Chris Pontius, I think, is in it. Yeah, yeah. I, I tried most underrated it. jackass member. <laughs> <laughs> I tried watching it. It's like I like jackass. I like Action Park. I could not get more than like fifteen minutes into it. So that's yeah, not really not wow. watch it. Yeah, watch the HBO, HBO documentary on it. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, Action. Our uh, our co-host uh, Natalie has been on that uh, Action Park beat recently oh, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell, tell them to hit me up well <laughs> i've been there like after so it changed its name to mountain creek but they still had like 80 percent of the dangerous shit there <laughs> like the one that people have i don't think they died on uh the cannonball one but there's literally one where this like it's just you jump into water <laughs> but there's no lifeguards or anything it's just like a like a, like a georgia the jungle-esque like diving board into <laughs> lake and it's just like i remember doing it as a kid and being like that wasn't fun. Like, why? why <laughs> like, so it's not fun, and it's also like yeah, it's also dangerous because like people you, were getting anything shot could happen. Like, <laughs> I think it was like a naturally fed water source, like the what you were jumping into. So it was like freezing cold. Yeah. So it's just like you're just jumping from like twenty feet up into freezing cold water without anyone there. To, like, <laughs> yeah. Supervise, and it's just like cool. I guess that's <laughs> that's certainly a. a a ride. Yeah, I wow. think I saw something about like people who like couldn't swim were doing it just because yeah. they're they're getting peer pressured into it, yeah. and like the attendant isn't gonna be like because it was like a just teenagers, exactly. like some stone teenagers. Yeah, they're not gonna there. they're not gonna tell you <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> they're gonna call you a pussy probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking about because I can't really swim. So like, yeah. if there's no nothing regulating that, like yeah. I could easily die there. Yeah, I, I'm. Yeah, I can. I could survive probably in a situation, but I can, yeah, barely swim. Yeah. 
I guess I haven't swam in like yeah. five plus years now or yeah. something. Yeah. You got to start prepping for the climate disaster. That's true. Yeah. Start the swimming. water's coming to me soon. <laughs> <laughs> so people died at, is it Adventureland? Yeah. Recently. You? Yeah. Recently a kid died. Oh, yeah. Shit. And actually I've got a newspaper here. Is it in there? The kids' funerals in here. We're not going to well, read yeah, that. That does not sound like very good, like, vague comedy <laughs> podcast no, material. No. Like, let's roast this kid's funeral. <laughs> yeah, no. We're not that kind of show, yeah. typically. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I brought I brought a newspaper because we're having the analog in-person experience. Okay. <laughs> and I got to get the analog news. Yeah. Yeah, I got to get this sound the, effect. The snaps and crackles. <laughs> get that vinyl get experience. That in there. We'll be releasing this only on a 7-inch lead. <laughs> I'll be... Uh, yeah, I'll be cutting some tapes out of my house <laughs> soon for this episode. Yeah. Well, speaking of music, though, uh, Teddy, you host a podcast about Chumbawamba. Yes, we right? do. Yeah. Evan said that he's listened to a little bit. No, I just listened to some of the clips he posts right, yeah. on your YouTube yeah. page okay. or your Twitter page. Yes. Yeah. I, I Sorry, I haven't listened to That's it That's okay. All, it's a very niche subject. <laughs> right. I only know one song by Chumbawamba. <laughs> I know they which one? like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, <laughs> uh, Tub that's the thing like there are some things you do where you expect your friends to like support and care about it like yeah you play in a band or like you make art or something you're like yeah it'd be cool if the people i like care about my interest but with like chumbawamba it's like when someone's like oh i listen to your show it's just like why like (laughs) this show is meant for like a very specific brand of like weird german guy (laughs) which is where all of our listeners are we have like 200 listeners and like 80 percent of them are in europe and we get emails from like these like random people from europe just being just like hey i love your podcast but like please stop being mean about britain (laughs) (laughs) yeah chumbawamba is uh english yeah they're they're english and welsh i think nice but welsh is like just like different yeah exactly just spicy (laughs) spicy england well i have a lot of welsh ancestry (laughs) and there's one really good band that's underrated from welsh uh wales rather (laughs) from welsh from welsh (laughs) super furry animals oh yeah, Uh, yeah yeah i don't know if anyone I'm not saying. one of the I best from, like, pop movie, bands right? of all time, honestly. Like rivals to me, they're better than the Beatles okay. by far. But that's not that's not hard. That's not that. Yeah, it's not <laughs> that big of a deal. Aren't they on like a movie soundtrack or something? Probably they're on. Yeah, yeah. they're kind of well known. I feel like at least like one of their songs. Is, yeah, probably is for sure. There. Yeah, yeah. So Chumbawamba, you why are you so interested in Chumbawamba? I got into Chumbawamba a few years ago. Um, I was working like a shitty IT job mm-hmm. where. They really didn't need an IT person, but they hired me for some reason. Yeah, those are like the best IT. It really was great. So like 80% of my job was just like pretending to look busy, Mm -hmm. which usually meant just like listening to albums on YouTube. And I saw, I got recommended like a Chumbawamba album and I listened to it. I was like, yeah, that was pretty good. Like I can (laughs) dig this. And then I bought a copy of Tub Thumper at a thrift store Mm -hmm. or sorry, Tub Thumping (laughs) at a thrift store for a dollar Back when I had a car that only took CDs, so I'd just yeah. go to thrift stores and buy like weird albums to force yeah. people to listen to. Like Weird Al albums. But yeah. <laughs> I wish. I love Weird Al. That I was like the, Weird Al. That was the, the first CD I ever bought myself was a yeah. Weird Al uh, running with scissors. Yeah, that's basically why I got into music yeah. is running with just scissors. Listening to all this shit and being like, oh, you can just do whatever you want. But anyway, so we, we bought about a copy of Tub Thumping, and my like CD rotation was it was just that the santana album that has smooth on it and uh, then, supernatural yes incredible wow. album as well <laughs> and then uh oh god it's one of the many like justin pearson bands on uh 
three one G records, just some like noisy grindcore. Okay. Um, it's like one of the Locust side projects. I don't remember exactly what it was. I remember it was that like, band. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, just, like those school. were like the only three CDs I had in my car, and I would drive for like eight hours to like go do dumb shit, like play shows, and yeah, then yeah. We just listen to Chumbawamba a lot, and then I got hooked on Chumbawamba, and then I met. But you Dan, were just listening to Tub Thumping. Pretty much just Tub yeah. Thumping the album. <laughs> and then like I started branching out into more, and then my friend Dan, who I was slash am in a band with, yeah, um, we were like always just like listen to Chumbawamba together and talk about it, and then we we're like one day we were just like drunk like pitching ideas for a podcast and we're like what are you just doing about Chumbawamba (laughs) here we are yeah I I think Chumbawamba is an incredible band because they managed to package anarchism and like leftist ideology in like a very digestible pop package yeah like the song tub thumping is literally about like getting drinks with your friends after like rioting and like the revolution okay and now it's played at sporting events everywhere (laughs) right yeah (laughs) whether you like it or not you're listening to radical anarchist ideology (laughs) yeah yeah i knew they were anarchists but i've never i mean i'm pretty sure i've listened to that whole album once because i remember a friend of mine when i was a kid had that cd that's like the thing too is like that song i get that you could like listen to it and be like this is a song about getting knocked down just and going up again. Yeah, yeah. But there are some songs on that album that are like very explicitly like anti-capitalist or like anti-state. Yeah. And then it's just like I was talking to my friend Jem, who was a guest on one of the episodes for that album, that he got into it because his dad, who is a Turkish immigrant, bought the album when he like moved to America. He mm. was like, I gotta get into like American music. Right. Like this, you gotta this was one of like the assimilate. first like, exactly. This <laughs> yeah. was one of like the first albums he bought. It's like I can't imagine being like a Turkish man in your like thirties and buying a, like an anarchist album by accident. Like that wouldn't happen nowadays. Only in the nineties could you like trick people into buying your incredibly political thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, the liner notes for Tub Thumper are literally just like a paragraph from the band about what the song is about. And then like 15 different like quotes from like politicians or <laughs> like other like historical sources backing up like the song's material. It's just like, Jesus, this was a lot to throw at people when your single is like played at every sporting event. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Like it's it's just this like mass market mm-hmm. pop hit. Yeah, that <laughs> has all like these like weird roots. Packaging propaganda with it. Yeah, yeah. pretty smart. Yeah, reminds yeah. me of one of my favorite bands, Stereo Lab, which was more Marxist and not nearly as commercially okay. successful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and but they were very like pop and like a lot of their stuff was like kind of like lounge and sort of yeah, like. Yeah. But yeah, shout out to my wife who loves Stereo. I love. It. I mean, they're <laughs> yeah. great. <laughs> Actually, I've seen them live. Oh, really? Did I tell you that? Yeah. Nice. A couple years ago, they played in Minneapolis Hell yeah. at whatever the Prince venue is. Uh, first, uh, first Avenue. Avenue. Yeah, yep. yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. I was gonna ask you something else about Chumbawamba. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've listened to that album. Like I said. And then I know they did something with Negative Land. Do you know about that? Oh, I yes. love Negative Land too. So. Um, they did a split called the ABCs of Anarchy with yeah, Negative Land. Yeah. And then also on the album that came after Tub Thumper, uh, What You See Is What You Get, they sample a lot of Negative Land for some reason. That's it's ironic. Like, yeah, because Negative Land is like <laughs> yeah. all samples. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, I, so it's like they're very obviously sampling Negative Land because they know Negative Land. There's no way it's a coincidence that it's like they are both using the same source material. <laughs> right. mm-hmm. But um, the one Negative Land album that is... The one, oh god, um, Escape from Noise. No, it's um, <laughs> Hel- it's the one that's like a, a parody of uh that Manson quote. It's either it's like Helter, Helter Skelter, but that's the, the mm. Manson one. But there's a Negative Land <laughs> album that's like. I've oh, heard this, he- like but Heckler, I don't Heckler Skelter, or something, yeah. hoax Skelter. Uh, but I'm the not whole sure. thing is about that. <laughs> Damn it, Negative Land. Um, 
made up like their own conspiracy about their own band. Oh, like, they right. Into thinking that one of their previous yeah. albums caused a kid to murder yes. someone, <laughs> and then wrote an album about that, and then Chumbawamba sampled that album because. Nice. Well, w- one of Negative Land's most popular tracks is Guns, <laughs> and it's just a bunch of samples of like old Western movies and yeah. Hel- Helter Stupid. Is Helter <laughs> Stupid. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because the, the first Chumbawamba track on what you see is what you get is called I'm with Stupid, and then they sampled that. Yeah, the uh, what do you call it? The headlining track from Helter yeah. Stupid. Yeah, the title oh, track. Yeah. yeah, title track. That's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Negative Land is sweet. Like I, yeah. that's kind of like my path into like anti-capitalism. I guess. Okay. Like yeah, because they were very steal shit. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they got into a big thing with U two. They yeah. got Ooh. sued to the hell by U two because they released a EP that was called U two. Yeah. And one of the songs was literally just uh, a cover, basically of <laughs> "I Still Haven't Found What I'm Looking For." Yeah. But it had um, what's his name, Casey Kasem, yeah, just yeah, like freaking freak out. out. Like it was like an outtake <laughs> where like he was reading some like person's like dead dog. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, he read he's horrible. reading. Yeah, it was yeah. like some someone had like requested a song to be played in like in honor of their dead dog, and he was like having a tantrum <laughs> in the studio yeah. about it. It's like, how am I supposed it's to really like, just play into a song with this horrible yeah, shit? Yeah. yeah, and he still hasn't found what he's looking for. <laughs> I think the, the track he's itself like, is called uh, "This Brand." This band is English, and who gives a shit? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He says that at one point. Yeah, <laughs> it's really good. I love and uh, also Christianity is stupid by Negative Land <laughs> is one of their best songs and actually has it actually kind of goes like musically, mm, very, very <laughs> not edgy. just uh, sampling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the the chorus of that song is Christianity is stupid, communism is good. Christianity is stupid, communism is good. But it's a uh, quote from some like super right wing preacher and like <laughs> just re-edited. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they like switched it. Yeah. yeah. Smart. Uh, Chumbo put out an album or tried to put out an album called Jesus H. Christ. Mm-hmm. And the entire thing was sampled from other like songs. And some of them were like little bits and samples, but there were other times where like they would straight up just rip like Beatles guitar solos and stuff <laughs> and like sing over it. <laughs> and so they got in trouble for it. And so they put out basically the same album, but minus like 80% of the samples called. Yeah. <laughs> and then they also put out vinyl copies of Jesus H. Christ themselves under their fake record label, which is called, I think it was Everyone's Stealing from Somebody or yeah. something like that. But so, yeah, they're, it makes sense that they paired it with Negative Land to do this. My only experience with Negative Land was the ABCs of Anarchy. And yeah. then when I found out that they were sampled on another Chumbawamba album, I went through and listened to that and I was like, oh, this is incredibly weird. But of course, they all <laughs> yeah. <hear> each other. <laughs> they did a bunch of stuff with, oh God, um, not youth of the nation. That's that fucking P.O.D. song. <laughs> but there, there was like a like a like a reggae that group that they did a bunch of like collab tracks with, and it was just like, sure, okay, you're nice. like a bunch of British anarchists doing weird reggae stuff. Like the first time I heard the album and I heard that track, I was like, oh god, please tell me this isn't a white guy doing this reggae voice. Please tell me that this is a guest like on the album. Yeah, I don't, I don't know a ton of reggae groups. Bob Marley's was his band the Whalers. The Whalers, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's something Nation, and I'm gonna feel like an idiot because <laughs> yeah, this very strong beer is hitting me, and I cannot remember. <laughs> anything. Oh yeah, we should talk about the drink too because yeah. it's a local 
yeah, flavor. Yeah, right. Get your, uh, I've mentioned your it on the podcast, I think, before. But it's, <laughs> I think you it's, talked about it when we talked to John. It's pretty, uh, yeah, I think, I, yeah, because I was going to go get one, and then I didn't have any left. <laughs> so this uh, podcast tonight is sponsored by... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Peace Tree Brewing in Knoxville. Oh. Yeah, Blonde Fatale. Pretty good, and I mean, as my brother has told me it, it is. It's a it's harder. popular here <laughs> mostly because it's eight and a half percent, and it's you can't really tell that there's that much alcohol in it, mm-hmm. but it it does the job. I mean, and it, it's pretty good. I mean, it's like a weird Belgian ale. I don't really know what style exactly it is. It's a fat ale. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> that's what it says. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Hmm. Wonderful. A blonde fat ale. Blonde fat ale. Yeah. Oh, is that? what that means no i don't think so (laughs) i think it's called that because it's so strong (laughs) but you know that works too yeah so that's the ad spot for today thank you for your please uh, give them money your contributions (laughs) uh what was the name peace tree peace tree yeah (laughs) where's knoxville uh knoxville is just like a little bit southeast of des moines and it's known for having knoxville raceway which is like one of the world's most famous dirt oval racetracks is that the one where you told me to go there with you yes it's a very fun (laughs) track to go to yeah uh yeah i mean they have they just had like the nascar like truck series race there last like week and it was really bad but (laughs) but it's a really good track they have like the sprint car hall of fame there okay yeah if you like racing it's uh like especially like dirt track racing and iowa is kind of known for that there's like a lot of like dirt tracks around here anyway (laughs) i was thinking about that guy that i found that race car driver that has my name. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about him a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I tried to get a t-shirt from him because he has <laughs> he has shirts with his car and his name on them. Yeah. So I could have a shirt with your name with my it. name and, and a race car. car. <laughs> yeah. Which would be pretty cool. I think you should go for it. Yeah. <laughs> I should try to talk to him again. It's been probably two or three years since I last tried. <laughs> you should get him on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no idea like yeah. any of his... Well, yeah. I don't know anything about him yeah. except that he drives a race car. Yeah, that's all you need. I found him because I very vainly like set up a Google alert for my... <laughs> 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 and like every time it pops up pretty much it's like his yeah. racing results. <laughs> yeah. I think we just follow the format of this one and just not talk about politics. <laughs> it <laughs> might, just, might be okay. It's completely over that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. Got someone howling. My cats are freaking out. The mics honestly. aren't probably picking that up, but no. But hello Owl. to Vivian. That's Vivian. Some <laughs> One of my friends has the same name as like a Christian singer songwriter, mm-hmm. and so we found his like web page, and so my friend just ripped his entire bio, and that made that his like Facebook <laughs> like back when you could have a Facebook bio back before it was a completely unusable website. Yeah, <laughs> it just like had his, and it ended with like it was like the world is everything or something like that. It was in, <laughs> the like, world the, is everything. <laughs> Uppercase, lowercase, uppercase, <laughs> lowercase letters yeah, with like yeah. lines around it, and Very so like it was two thousand six <laughs> exactly. That reminds me of like James Bond, like the world is not enough. <laughs> it is everything, but it is it's everything. It's still but it's not everything. When you have Jesus, but it's not. Christ. But it's yeah. not enough. Now Vivian's up here on the couch with us, with her just gigantic pupils. Like she looks like she's tripping <laughs> on uh, some sort of substance. She licked a frog no. in the oh, basement, no. but. <laughs> I was pretending to interview my uh, my brother's girlfriend's dog before, and he just kept licking my pretend microphone. And I was like, "You're not a very good guest at this. Like, I'm not gonna have you on the podcast." But she kind of looks like she's gonna jump on the mixer now. Yeah, she's, she's unpredictable. <laughs> she's very unpredictable when her routine is disrupted. Yeah, as it is tonight. You've screwed up her whole day now. <laughs> <laughs> she's my life. favorite cat. 
Uh, she's 15 years old, though. Um, Still can't so. vote, so sorry about that, Vivian. <laughs> when can you drive in Iowa? Is it 15, 16? You can get a learner's permit at 14, which means mm-hmm. you can drive as long as you're with a guardian or okay. whatever. And you can get like special permission to drive from you home can, to school also, or work. Right. My friend got that when I was in high school, and that was very nice because he Ooh. used it to do other things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> He also gave me rides home to his house, <laughs> which was nice. Yeah. Um, and then but you yeah. You can get a license at 16. Damn. Like you can get a license at 16. Okay. There's a lot of wide open roads, you know, there's yeah. a lot of county roads. Yeah. Uh, in Cedar Rapids, there's a whole uh, section of streets that are, are called routes for people to go and smoke weed yep. on. Went to <laughs> like the a specific, yeah, a specific high school in Cedar Rapids <laughs> <laughs> that maybe all of the people maybe from this podcast went to. <laughs> just incriminating yourself here. <laughs> well, I've never smoked weed, so it's oh, not it's course. not me that's being incriminated. I, I've also never smoked weed, if you're listening to FBI agent. <laughs> we got one former FBI informant that's... Oh. Uh, <laughs> on our Patreon right now. Oh no! Oh, not, that's not true. A, not me. I thought, I thought <laughs> not me. Like, this is, I was not this indicating. Is, I will say that like... the law is possession, so you can <laughs> talk about past experiences. You can even be high in public up to a certain point. <laughs> <laughs> New Jersey just legalized weed, which is great. Yeah, so. yeah. It, it's yeah. I mean, I feel like it'll be nationwide before I'm dead. Hopefully, <laughs> Hopefully. I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> yeah. There's still. I mean, Biden resists it still. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. it's funnier if it's not. If it's just like these it is insane very funny. laws that vary I state mean, to state, just like alcohol. Yeah, where, it's yeah. basically there. Clarence Thomas uh, might have a point. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, people are mad at him because his wife is invested in some marijuana company, mm-hmm. and so they're like, "Oh, is he getting money from fucking or you know, like basically saying it's like a conflict of interest?" Yeah, from big weed. Big, big weed yeah all these which is basically like vc startups yeah. yep. <laughs> that's like all of the money that's invested in it is like a bunch of fucking scumbags yep yep so you know whatever but like he's right i mean yeah. the laws are untenable right now i mean it's if like, that's the only way we can get like a clarence thomas yeah to push in that direction hey, all like fuck conservatives it, you know? can be right sometimes <laughs> wow. wow i'm sorry horseshoe theory is real <laughs> no just certain things they can yeah, be right uh, hey i'm as a libertarian <laughs> yeah. i think we should legalize at all <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, i i think that we should be as hard to get as possible not because i think it's dangerous <laughs> or anything but because i think it's really funny to watch stoners try and jump through hoops yeah <laughs> it's not i mean yeah that's i guess that's part of the fun yeah, yeah. It's a game, yeah. If you I, smoke weed in your house, you're fine. Yeah. It's the problem, as I've learned, is that <laughs> when you're when you're out and about, <laughs> I just that's a problem. Imagine, like, starting smoking weed, where your option is like, I'm gonna go into a nice store and buy like a 95% THC dab pen. Like, I think you should have to like take a training course where yeah. they make you smoke mids and like in the back <laughs> of someone's car in a mall parking lot just to give you the full. So you don't forget your roots. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we called it funny. It's gonna be like you know, like pay phones. Yeah. It is true. That's and, that and is concerning rental. to me because like, <laughs> well, there are pay phones and video rental stores in my neighborhood, so I will yeah? keep buying weed illegally. Well, so there are pay phones, but um, they've been doing these like free blockbusters, which are basically like those stupid little free malls, except it's just people putting VHS tapes and DVDs in them. Yeah, it's very cool. I bought a bunch of Pokemon VHS tapes just to put in them, <laughs> just to fully capture that. Blockbuster oh, like experience. like a little free library. Yeah, it's like yeah, that, yeah. except they're painted. They look like mailboxes, but they're painted with a blockbuster logo, and you can fold them up and get. <laughs> VHS tapes and DVDs from them. 
That seems less annoying than the yeah. libraries. <laughs> the libraries, I read someone wrote some a really good piece on them about how they're actually bad because they take away like you pretty much a only see them in like rich areas where mm-hmm. you probably don't need a library, and they take away people from actually going to the actual library, and then mm-hmm. they cut funding from actual libraries. Mm-hmm. It was a little bit well better worded than uh my two minute summary well, right there. Yeah, you got the point. Across, but the idea though. of like a, a privatized and unregulated library to replace something that is one of the only good things America has left. Right. The only, yeah. yeah, the only thing we have left. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It seems like I've got a few in my neighborhood and it's seems like it's just like a dumping ground. Yeah. <laughs> like it's I don't want to go to the thrift store. I don't want to go to Goodwill. <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah, just, put these I'll in just here. dump this crap in here. Yeah. <laughs> I did get a copy of uh, Primal on Blu-ray starring Nicolas Cage out of the <laughs> free Blockbuster. Yeah, that's so that's cool. already wow. done more for me than any free library. Yeah. Because fuck books. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a Nicolas Cage fan? I'm general? a huge Nicolas Cage fan. Yeah. Were you, you not following favorites? me on Twitter during my... Uh, did you watch all of them? During my, that, during the month of February, yeah. I, I quit drinking and smoking <laughs> weed and then watched every Nicolas Cage movie. Did. I do my brain that. equally rotted. I do remember that. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not much not much of an upgrade there. Yeah, it really was just like it was just like, well, I'm not doing any drugs or drinking or like doing anything bad, but like I do watch like seven Nicolas Cage movies a day, so yeah. same amount of brain rot. I feel. <laughs> there lot, are some yeah. really it good was, ones. I literally think <laughs> he has 117 movies and I watched them all in 30 days or 28 Jesus. days in February. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Any standouts? Is it all it's like one? <laughs> There's no. Nah, I mean, he's he's got his highs, his lows. I mean, my my personal favorite is Face Off. I think that's one of the best movies ever. I haven't been. actually watched that. Watch Me Face neither. Off. My my hottest take about movies is that I think they were only good in the '90s because <laughs> the only way to cram an entire narrative into 90 minutes is that everyone needs to be on cocaine, mm. and that's <laughs> what the '90s film industry was like. Sure. So. 80s. They were 80s. There were right? some too, but yeah. I feel like '90s is one like you had like. All right, this movie has a twenty million dollar budget, but we only paid everyone like two million, so let's spend eighteen million dollars on explosions. <laughs> that means you get a movie budget like that, and you pay a bunch of fucking nerds to draw it. Like, right, who cares about that? Like, blow up a plane. Computer, like, yeah. <laughs> so, Face Off is a banger. Raising Arizona. Raising Arizona. That's a good, is a good one too. Yeah, it's like a Coen that. Brothers. Yeah. I mean. Coen Brothers did another movie with him. It was like a spiritual sequel to Raising Arizona. No, oh, no, really? I'm not a big like, movie guy. The the two Nicolas Cage movies I was thinking of was Raising Arizona and Adaptation. Adaptation? I haven't seen that I one. didn't love it. I also didn't yeah, watch it's, it's little... like the kind of sequel to uh, Being John Malkovich. It's, yeah, Charlie Kaufman. I yeah. have not seen, so everyone's like, you gotta watch that well, first. Well, it's, like, it's not really a sequel. <laughs> it's it's like just a because... Like, yeah, well, it's Charlie Kaufman yeah. who's kind of known for like weird scripts right, that involve yeah. sort of like metaphysical <laughs> kind of elements I or whatever. I see being John Malkovich. Yeah. Being John Malkovich is good too, but yeah, adaptation is good. I haven't seen it in a long time. Yeah, Nicholas Cage has points in that movie for making his hair look like absolute dog shit, <laughs> and then somehow that either either he got like hair plugs immediately after that movie, or they like special affected his hair because it literally <laughs> is the worst looking hair I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, there there were some good ones in there. I'm trying to think. Mandy, yeah, Mandy, I one? saw uh, and that kicks ass. Bangs. Yeah. It's got um, like King Crimson and stuff in the yeah, soundtrack. Just, yeah, <laughs> just like weird doom metal and Nick Cage <laughs> like doing a bunch of cocaine and fighting with chainsaws is like my ideal movie. Yeah, his one with his Robert De Niro movie is really good. I can't. Um, oh, Bring Out Your Dead, hmm. where he's like a he's like a paramedic driver and like Queens back when Queens was like a real shithole and just like he can start seeing like people's like spirits or whatever. And there's like just people being just like in the hospital who are in the coma, just being like, please let me die. Like, mm-hmm. so it's fucked up, but it, that was good. And, uh, Oh God, uh, bad Lieutenant is real good. 
I've heard of that. Isn't that a, uh, it's directed by Werner Herzog, yeah. isn't it? Oh, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Which is kind of weird. But yeah. so it's Bad Lieutenant 2, Port of Call, New Orleans. Mm-hmm. But Werner Herzog didn't direct the oh. first one. Okay. So it's a sequel he did the second that one. has absolutely nothing to do with the first one, pretty much. <laughs> I don't know why they named it after that, but. Interesting. Yeah. Wait, so Herzog did the second he one? He did the second one with Nick Cage. Okay. But the first one isn't Herzog and has no Nick no Cage. No Nick Cage. And okay. doesn't really relate other than the fact that they're both like. About bad cops. <laughs> bad lieutenants. Yeah, yeah. about bad lieutenants. <laughs> <laughs> it's an anthology series. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, let, let me see. Let me see what's in this. <laughs> Just read the I did Martin Register. Things. Actually, you know, while I've got you here, <laughs> um, and I mentioned uh, the <laughs> former <laughs> FBI informant. Oh, oh right. I, there is a Sudoku in here, I think. <laughs> yeah, I know there there's a crossword be. for sure. So we can do that for the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, our the former FBI informant who is on our Patreon for the time being. <laughs> Shout out to is he? FBI he still man. is. He is right now. Yeah. Well, I haven't finished reviewing his book yet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's this this guy right here. That's Todd Blodgett right there. <laughs> it's stunning to see his face like on a <laughs> it piece printed of paper. in a newspaper published by Gannett. <laughs> Yeah, so I guess it's not that surprising. He wrote an opinion piece here about how Hunter Biden like sold a painting for too yeah. much money or something. I didn't read it, but uh, I think that's cool. I, mean, <laughs> I fuck with Hunter Biden; he's the best Biden by far. Yeah, I yeah, mean, it's like one. oh, there's all kinds of art getting sold for way too much. Yeah. Like just because he's you know the president's son. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like, kind of what all art is. Is like exactly. if you're making money off of art, it's because you're somebody's kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't make it in any sort of creative industry unless you got rich parents. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I would say that no one is paying more than $1 million for any art that's actually worthwhile. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> yeah. If it's over that range, it's probably just because it's someone's yeah. kid. You can get a Blu-ray <laughs> copy of Primal uh, from your local free blockbuster. <laughs> yeah. So why would you need to pay money for a painting? Yeah. <laughs> I drove past a dead family video on the way here. That's the thing with like the NFT thing, too. It's just like, yeah. just look at a <laughs> fucking dot png yeah, <laughs> like no, what's I'll, the problem i can sell you free uh bitmaps but it's all just about it's not even well, not yeah. sell but there's like a difference between like consuming art and like owning art just because you think it's like like you're s- fucking flexing on someone yeah <laughs> yeah i mean that's just art in general you, yeah i, I mean, got a computer i can google the mona lisa i don't need to, to <laughs> right. see it all right but um but I, there's gonna be some people who want to yeah I want to cop the official. <laughs> I, I think that <laughs> NFTs have like an incredibly specific niche use and have not been used for that 90% of the time. And of course, everyone gets mad about it. And I just think it's really funny. Yeah. I cannot talk too bad about cryptocurrency because I made too much money off of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> which, uh, which crypto did you go into? I made a bunch off of Ethereum and Dogecoin. Ethereum. <laughs> I bought a bunch of Dogecoin while really drunk in September because I thought it was funny and it yeah. was the best investment I ever made. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah. Thank, thank as you long as you're it. smart enough to get out of it <laughs> and yeah. realize that yeah. it's like you're just, I mean. It's the dumbest thing possible. It, it's, but yeah. for the most part, <laughs> there, there are parts of cryptocurrency that I think do have useful Per, like it, they do have a use hypothetically, hypothetically it could be like useful. it's one of those things where like 
I see people talking about like how bad it is that like all of like the money processing in like online is controlled by like four companies and they're using it to like scare off like sex workers. They're using yeah. it to limit the sale of like pretty much anything right. that, that is like adult or can be censored. And then like it's like, hmm, you know, it'd be great. Yeah. Some sort of non regulated currency. It would be good to get around like time, economic sanctions and stuff. But the problem is exactly. is that you want dollars and yeah. there has to be an entrance point for dollars and an exit point for dollars yep. and that's where it gets choked up yeah and like that's mm -hmm. the thing is like all these bitcoin people are like oh we want to have like an economy that's like solely conducted in bitcoin it's like no one wants that because yeah, not yet We're all of you are trying to hold <laughs> on to bitcoin because you think you'll be able to sell it for more yeah, so, later yep. on yeah. so no one wants to actually use it as fucking currency they'll yeah. be the kings of the bitcoin society yeah. <laughs> yeah no one wants to close like i don't know it's hilarious like all the arguments about bitcoin are exactly the same as they were 10 years ago <laughs> when i was laughing and it was twenty dollars <laughs> it was worth twenty dollars that yeah. was the first bitcoin bubble <laughs> <laughs> and i'm really dumb because i didn't buy <laughs> some back then but also yeah. it's stupid <laughs> well you gotta hold you gotta hold your line which is that you should never buy a bitcoin <laughs> yeah well which is a valid line <laughs> it, it's basically almost a zero-sum game where anyone who makes money off of it someone else is losing money off of which it which is fine with me because the people yeah. losing money are dumb i'm fine with gambling actually there's an nba finals game i already know that i am that's... i have i mean i only wagered five dollars so <laughs> that's what i was about to say but i could I'm, win like 35 so. I'm, I'm too gay to understand sports so i have to gamble <laughs> on something else and they won't let me gamble on eurovision in the united states which is bullshit right i considered making like i have a vpn and i considered like <laughs> seeing if i could like fake an address in like scandinavia so i could gamble overseas and i was like if I get arrested for this, this is going to be the worst thing to possibly do. Yeah. Like, faking gambling to bet on Eurovision. Like, yeah. I'll just stick to Bitcoin. Yeah. What kind of stuff can you bet on for Eurovision? You can basically just bet on which countries you think will advance to which rounds. Okay. And it's, like, a huge deal. Like, there's a huge gambling scene around it. Interesting. I got fucked up because, so, Flowrider um, was on the <laughs> San Marcos track this year. And so, San Marcos had a 1 in 47 chance of winning. Like, that That was their gambling odds. Yeah. And as soon as Flowrider announced... So many people bet on him. Yeah. That they bumped up to one in seven. Wow. They lost. So if you bet money on Florida, <laughs> you're stupid. But wow. I would have loved to have been part of that. And I couldn't because no American betting <laughs> would take my goddamn money. <laughs> That's ultimately what you're doing when you're doing Bitcoin, too, is you're just you're hedging against people's stupidity. Yeah. But then the problem is that the timing <laughs> yep. is getting, figuring out the timing of well, when there's going to be the influx. Do you, wanna, and do you know outflux. my cryptocurrency, uh, <laughs> my like buying and selling guide? Sure. Is I follow a Soldier Boy's Twitter. And oh, okay. I, I do the <laughs> that's exact, good. I do the exact opposite of what that's, everyone in his uh, mentions. Is that's doing. good. So if people are telling Soldier Boy to buy something, that's when I sell whatever that. That's is That's very have, smart. <laughs> Yeah, it, it worked out very well. Yeah, <laughs> it's just being like okay, or like staying like not yeah. the opposite, but staying like like one week ahead of whatever everyone that Soldier Boy yeah. as an audience too is uh, doing. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, if your people that you vaguely remember on your Facebook page are saying to buy, <laughs> yeah, that's then you that's should you get out. Getting out, yeah, yeah. it's get out time. Uh, I didn't think we'd be getting in, like financial advice. Yeah. Today. <laughs> Yeah. This uh, isn't this financial is advice. Again, this yeah, is not again, financial oh, right. advice. This Sorry, not, legally, legally, I have to say this, this is not financial yeah. advice. Right. Sorry, I stepped in it with that one. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck this. I'm going to jail for you. <laughs> You're going to take me down. This episode has it all. Uh, yeah, so we can get into a little bit of actual news here <laughs> if, if you'd like. Um, and, and something, there was a development on this like since I've been here in Des Moines. Oh, but, wow. But uh, I've got some Des Moines news here. Uh, this is written by Andrea May Sahuri, who we have nice. talked about extensively on this show. Uh, 
do you recall an Iowa journalist who was arrested at a protest last year and then was actually like prosecuted? No. <laughs> to trial? Yeah, yeah. This was back in what, well, February, this is the January? only one in the entire country where yeah, yeah. someone, a journalist, was arrested at a protest and then actually brought to trial. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Damn. It, anyway, well. <laughs> uh, she wrote this with Melody Mercado. Firm's CEO calls local protests terrorism. Oh. <laughs> and I know uh, this one. There, yeah, so the city council had a meeting about this tonight, and a bunch of people protested and got arrested. I don't know if you've seen that. I saw, yeah, I saw Jalen Cavill yeah. post about it. Former uh, guest oh. of ours, Jalen Cavill. Shout out to Jalen. Shout out to Jalen Cavill. Uh, and actually, uh, Jalen is the rightful sheriff of Polk County. Okay. Also, <laughs> I don't know where Polk County is. But we're in Polk. We're County. in oh, Polk shit. County right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's don't this arrest one. me for giving fake financial. Advice. Well, the thing with Jalen <laughs> is, Jalen will never arrest you. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you, Jalen. That's why Jalen is the rightful sheriff <laughs> of Polk County. Uh, city weighs expanding security company deal. Mm-hmm. The Des Moines City Council on Monday will consider whether to more than double the value of its contract with a private security firm whose CEO has referred to participants in racial justice protests in the city last year as engaging in terrorism. (laughs) On his Facebook page, he also referred to members of the local black liberation movement as little sissy, and then it's a censored word that begins with a B. So presumably bitches. <laughs> Little sissy bitches, which yeah. they refuse to print in the cowardly <laughs> register. <laughs> Says the guy who's the CEO of a fucking private security <laughs> company. Probably the biggest little sissy bitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wonder if it's the guy who like has been at the uh, the city council meetings and he's like strapped like tons of <laughs> weapons on him. <laughs> I'm not sure. I know, yeah, since they went back to in person. It might actually be be because i remember people saying that like the owner of the place was there doing security himself oh really <laughs> yeah a few weeks ago it's like vip treatment yeah you know? <laughs> uh the references were made by tom conley i'm uh, now that i look at the picture of him i'm pretty sure that is who i'm thinking of he's <laughs> <laughs> got a very strong mustache yeah president and ceo of the conley group in emails to city officials which the des moines register obtained under iowa's open records law and on his facebook page mm-hmm. The Conley Group provides services for several Des Moines and West Des Moines municipal buildings, several West Des Moines school district buildings, and the Des Moines Metropolitan Wastewater Reclamation Authority, <laughs> according to the documents reviewed by the register. You think they need a lot of security at the Wastewater Reclamation Authority? Yeah. Well, maybe. If they don't, they will now. <laughs> Listeners? <laughs> <laughs> this is a call to action. <laughs> Legally. <laughs> If approved, the city will allocate a total of $550,000 toward the firm's security services, which is a $300,000 increase. <laughs> um, an update, they have postponed that increase for now. So they didn't make a decision at tonight's meeting. They just chose to not make a decision yet. The company has a longstanding relationship with the city and other public agencies. Uh, now I have to see, this is the thing about you having have to a, you flip an it. actual newspaper. You have flip to... to you get to the end, or what you think is the end, and then it says, turn like seven pages. and it's a choose your own adventure. Try to pick f- somewhere else to pick up from. Try to find the rest of this article. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> That's normally where they would put the ad. Y'all remember newspapers? <laughs> Here we go. You actually bought 
a physical copy of the Des Moines Register. I bought it, yeah. Well, this is a special occasion. It's true. Yeah, that that $2.50 I spent. $2.50. Look at this piddly-ass paper. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Monday edition, so it's like the skinny. But yeah, I bought it at the gas station next to my house. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure where I could find one, but fortunately the first yeah, place I checked I mean, had papers. Yeah, it's out uh, there. So yeah, he criticized BLM. You know what? This is what I was thinking of. The listeners won't be able to appreciate this, but this picture of him, this is Tom Conley himself, the CEO of the security firm outside of the city council. <laughs> oh, and he was like month. completely strapped with yeah, like he had, a fucking bulletproof yeah, vest. And he had like a bunch of ammo yeah. on his vest. That's like, so good. <laughs> like he was prepared to reload 17 yeah. times. Yeah. Look, you never know how many people are going to come that you'll need to shoot. <laughs> the, well, the thing with the Des Moines City Council meetings, the protests are essentially somebody standing up on a chair and yelling. Yeah. That's terrorism. <laughs> that requires... I think Many according bullets. to the tweet I saw, they were arresting people because they were standing up when they were not supposed to be standing up, which yeah. that's apparently really <laughs> bad. It's yeah. a really bad thing to do. I love living in a police state, you know? Yeah. They're <laughs> arresting people for that. Let's skip ahead a little bit. They have like his actual emails and social media comments, <laughs> which printing this in the newspaper is awesome. <laughs> it's essentially like this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so we're reading a newspaper where the newspaper is reporting on someone else's social media comments. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Yes. Let's let's get someone to write comments about you posting about. <laughs> let's see how far we can bring this on the rabbit yeah. hole. Uh, and you know, you know. Something else nice about having a printed newspaper is that we get an ad like this while we're reading that. Take the reins of your love life. Have sex again. <laughs> oh, Treat your hilarious. erectile dysfunction now. <laughs> Over 85% sex success rate, <laughs> only $49. Yep. I mean, this is literally just blue chew. Like it's <laughs> right. We're just this is the alternate reality version of a podcast. Yeah, newspapers. See, are that's the thing about newspapers. The same as the rest of us. Right, now. <laughs> newspapers oh, are basically they're the third party. I mean, you normally just get your information straight from the internet feed. Mm -hmm. and now you have to go out of your way to get a newspaper <laughs> to tell you the same shit that you can read on the internet. Is there mm -hmm. an ad for like, um, like shaking food, my head? Uh, Food delivery services or uh, like Kratom and somewhere in here. Do you hate you your mattress? <laughs> <laughs> you will see. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of Kratom, Kratom around here. <laughs> yeah. This ad is like a quarter of the page and it features a couple horseback riding. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's where I often have sex. <laughs> <laughs> June 4th, 2020. Conley forwarded Wingert. Wingert is the police chief. Okay. Dana Wingert. Dana. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Conley forwarded Wingert an email from... Active Campaign, a customer experience automation company. <laughs> customer experience automation company. <laughs> so they make self checkouts or something? Uh, I think they automate the complaints. So <laughs> I'm guessing. Yeah. Well, the email included the line Black Lives Matter. <laughs> and Conley uh, commented on that saying, Good to know. We will never use Active Campaign services again. <laughs> <laughs> He sent another email on the same day with a subject line that read Antifa in action. And in the body of the email described two men depicted in an attached photo as thugs. Oh. Planning to commit damage with bricks. Oh. <laughs> with bricks? Yes. <laughs> <they? laughs> 
adding it's not helpful for one of them to strick the other one in the head with a brick. You know, the, the printing this in the newspaper, it loses a little something yeah. in that they don't include the photo, and I feel like there's context missing. <laughs> well, the photo appears to be a screenshot. Actually, this actually elevates it that they have to describe <laughs> it in words. <laughs> they describe a screenshot. Yeah. The photo appears to be a screenshot of a GIF from <laughs> gifffinder.com <laughs> <laughs> that shows a pair of men approaching a building and throwing bricks at it. Wow. So, yeah, sounds like what he said it was. Yeah, famous Antifa, uh, like, communion site of giftfinder.com. <laughs> that's where I get all my radical material from. Yeah, giftfinder.com. Yeah, that's what radicalized Do you me. remember last summer when they had... I don't know what city it was, but there were like people who were like, there's like pallets with like bricks. Yes. Yeah. And they were saying that like Antifa members like left these pallets of bricks here yeah. for. They did some advanced their work. Their Antifa <laughs> super soldier brethren to come and pick up the bricks or whatever. But then it was like, oh no, there's just like some fucking building under construction right. or being repaired or something. Yeah. Bricks are often <laughs> in places. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who would have thought that like constantly gentrified cities would have construction uh, right yeah right <laughs> yeah maybe replacing old bricks <laughs> i remember seeing something where people were claiming that protesters were like burying weapons in parks yeah that they would then dig up later <laughs> that's a good idea um my friend used to work security for the atlantic city uh like music festivals mm. and so his thing was that he would bury all the alcohol he needed for shows on the beach <laughs> and then go dig it up during said shows wow. so it's not too too much of a uh, a jump to think that people might be doing that with weapons <laughs> uh june 8th 2020 conley and they misspelled his name on this one. Interesting. Yeah, that'll teach him. Fucking newspaper. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Conley forwarded Wingert an email from PetSmart <laughs> <laughs> in which the company announced plainly and unequivocally that black lives matter and pleading to do our part to ensure that this is our truth. <laughs> <laughs> from PetSmart. <laughs> in an email to Wingert, Conley wrote, PetSmart should be ashamed of themselves. <laughs> <laughs> i'm really glad i actually started reading yeah, this, this article <laughs> and PetSmart is now on the list of places where i will not be shopping <laughs> oh jesus is i wonder what, uh, what kind of pets he has yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah what was he shopping for before <laughs> he just really likes the taste of dog treats <laughs> as like a leftist like i always think it's really fucking stupid when companies give those half-assed just like mm -hmm. we're saying it plainly and clearly yeah trans lives are important yeah but then i remember that there are people like this who like huff and puff about they get it really and I'm, like, mad. yeah right? mm -hmm. like, i'm not going to complain as much when i when i read an email and they're just like <laughs> by the way like lgbtqia lives are important because i know that some guy like this is sending an email that's like i will never shop here yeah <laughs> yeah i like the idea of someone just having a big list of companies yeah. that they would go to they're, they're buy products from and they just slowly they have like an excel <laughs> they put a little x mark next to it every time they say like black lives matter yeah. <laughs> you can only shop from soda stream <laughs> yeah yeah it's like i only eat chick-fil-a and well, they can't do Ben and Jerry's. No, nope. saw that. No, hell no, not at all, yeah. dude. They endorse Bernie Sanders. <laughs> I mean, they're from Vermont. They legally had to. Yeah. Uh, what's oh Black Rifle Coffee Company? That's one that they can do. I mean, they don't have a lot, but no. they have. They got some. Yeah, I'm sure you could find if you googled like right wing food. You would find like, some company that's like <laughs> the Blue Apron, but they, everything has like a Confederate flag. Yeah, <laughs> you definitely could. <laughs> Conservative food options. Oh, I see 
uh, Jim Baker is selling large buckets. <laughs> He's selling of, buckets. Uh, slop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can get enough scallop potatoes to last for a fucking <laughs> two months. <laughs> Subsisting only on scallop potatoes. <laughs> I could probably last a while on scallop potatoes. Yeah. They're That's pretty good. damn good food. Really get, God some, intended, yeah. get some ham in there. Eating like a goddamn Irishman. You guys eat scallop potatoes out on the East Coast? We do. <laughs> okay. I, I eat a lot of potatoes. I've been doing a volunteer work with the PSL, mm-hmm. and somehow it led to me ending up with 30 pounds of extra potatoes. And <laughs> I just spent like two weeks being like, how many different ways can I cook potatoes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, they're very easily microwavable. Just whole potatoes. I <laughs> yeah. did not do that. That sounds vile. Just, just eat hot or <laughs> just raw <laughs> potatoes. <laughs> uh, June seventeenth, twenty twenty. Conley sent Wingert a link to a video posted by a conservative radio talk show host. Do you want to guess which one? Howard Stern. <laughs> no, no, he's, he's a liberal lib. now. <laughs> by our standards, he's pretty conservative. But yeah, no, he's but he's like. Interviewing Hillary like Clinton, Clinton and man. not asking yeah, yeah. any hard questions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Dennis Prager. Is oh, okay. He's it. still a person. Is he a radio guy? Yeah. I only know him from the internet. Yeah, I <laughs> assumed I, he was again. just like a puppet that they bring out whenever they need to make a new like 15 second YouTube video. I mean, I've seen the ads. <laughs> Prager U, yeah. I've seen the ads for Prager U. I think he might have started out on radio. But yeah, I, don't I mean, really know he's, much about him. he's like what, like 70? <laughs> like, yeah, I think so. Well, Conley claimed the media, or maybe Prager claimed, I don't know. Oh, the video claimed that the media would not acknowledge that Black Lives Matter is a hateful ideology that fuels anti-police sentiment. (laughs) Just a reminder, this is the CEO of the private security firm sending all this shit to the chief of police in Des Moines. (laughs) Conley, uh, June 22nd, Conley called Des Moines activists rioters in an email to Wingert and other city officials, other city officials, list them. Uh, before proceeding to call their advocacy terrorism. So this is like the headline email, I think. My guess, this is retaliation by the rioters for towing their illegally parked vehicles. Oh. <laughs> Wasn't there some like kerfuffle with the towing company? There recently? was with, well, yeah, with Croto, there was some instance where they had like towed a bunch of vehicles that were like parked oh, actually, near they a protest. Yeah. yeah. And this is what Conley wrote after the Des Moines BLM had announced potential plans to protest at Croto, uh, which has the contract to provide towing service for the city. I think they like they didn't renew the contract. So they didn't renew it, yeah. but apparently they're trying to give this guy double the money, basically. Yeah, yeah. Well, they didn't renew the Croto. They didn't renew the Croto, but I'm saying yeah. the security, what's his name? Uh, Conley. Conley, yeah, yeah they're yeah. trying to give him a lot more. Yeah, yeah. Which has been delayed. Which has now. been delayed for now. Other emails sent to Wingert include numerous claims of Antifa activity across the country. Oh, no. Uh-oh, we got a cat fight. Oh, cat shit. fights. See, Minnie is, she's mean to Vivian. <laughs> Minnie, It makes me it sad. Minnie, why do you hate every other creature? <laughs> anyway. In October 2020, Associated Press review of hundreds of arrests nationwide at racial justice protests after Floyd's murder found that very few of those charged appear to be affiliated with highly organized extremist groups. Yeah, no shit. And many are young suburban adults. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's really not that many like highly organized extremist groups out here. Yeah, period. <laughs> Believe it or not. Well, Left wing ones at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's yeah, there's some there's some organizations. <laughs> In reviewing thousands of pages of court documents, the AP found Antifa mentioned in connection with only one case in Boston. 
So Boston yeah. is Antifa HQ. I don't know if that's true. I feel like <laughs> everyone in Boston is a cop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Boston is that today. Uh, cops, and then everyone else is just racist, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My wife lived in Boston for a year, so she loves it, but I have a little bit of hostility towards Boston. I have hostility towards every city. That's a good way. That's yeah. true. That's yeah. reasonable. But while she lived there, like people would ask her where she's from. She's from Iowa, and like it was a huge thing among these Boston people to be like, oh, Idaho, Epic Ombro. Not knowing which Midwest or, you know, basically anything that's not Massachusetts and New York. I'm sorry. Am I wrong? Is Iowa a lot more relevant than Idaho? No one cares I think about so. Idaho. Yeah. <laughs> we at least have caucuses here <laughs> <laughs> to pretend to care long. about Aren't us. they maybe taking that away from yeah, you probably by not. the next one? Well, you fucked it up this time. Well, I... The state parties are really resistant to changing our nominating process mm-hmm. just because it like keeps us yeah. at the head of the pack. Like we well, get I, all this media out of it. I thought that they like, I might be incorrect because I am not from Iowa Yeah, and I do not well, care. We about, can inform you because we've been t- covering <laughs> this extensively. Yeah, and I do not care about like, electoralism, but I thought that either they were going to get rid of the caucus or they were going to push when the caucus was so that it was no longer like this like huge event. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's, a little bit of pressure from like the national yeah democrats to make iowa less relevant right <laughs> but the thing is someone is always going to go first right and, and it's always going to be a big fucking deal was it nevada that's trying to jump ahead of yeah, us yeah nevada yeah. is so there there is movement among like the states to make iowa less relevant in the process yeah. I think Iowa just, doesn't want that to happen. I think they <laughs> yeah. should just like keep making everyone should keep moving it up until we elect people like fifteen years in advance. <laughs> yeah, like, just have like the interest for like the twenty twenty like eight election like this year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Based on the records obtained by the register, it does not appear that Wingert replied directly to Conley via email. <laughs> <laughs> and then they get into Conley's Facebook page, so there's probably some good oh, shit. Oh man, here. after Facebook's sharing... where the worst shit goes down. <laughs> yeah, definitely. After sharing the news that Des Moines activists had been banned from the Iowa Capitol building for one year, (laughs) a commenter suggested the Des Moines Black Liberation Movement be labeled a terrorist group and Conley replied, yes, all caps and exclamation point. Oh my God. In replies to other comments on the same post, he says, police showed an amazing level of restraint with these snot-nosed, punk-assed basement dwellers. Oh, man. (laughs) And called the local BLM a group of nothing but weak, punk-assed little sissy bitches. So that's where that line came from. Who live in their parents' basement. So he said the same thing twice, basically. Valid. (laughs) They can't start a lawnmower, let alone a movement. (laughs) (laughs) They can't start a lawnmower? Yeah. Damn. Not enough upper body yeah, strength. Take, take that, millennials. These millennials the same in there. That they need to hire more police to fight. Or the <laughs> yeah, can't even start a lawnmower. Yeah. Like, like, like Schrodinger's Antifa. That like you are both somehow <laughs> right. capable of murdering everyone with your fists, and also too weak to start a lawnmower. Well, I don't know if you're aware. That's, that's a very thing. big thing in fascist ideology yeah. is yeah. to portray your enemy both as very weak and very strong. Yeah, depending yeah. on when that's needed the enemy is all powerful and a threat to everything you hold dear yeah they're also little worms that must be crushed just like digimon (laughs) (laughs) Uh, he also says without evidence i heard they are being paid anywhere from 15 dollars per hour to 25 (laughs) dollars per hour oh man if only i wish 
Only true in the sense that I was on unemployment when yeah, I was at all. Right. Well, that covers my <laughs> wage. <laughs> I mean, I would, <laughs> I would switch yeah. jobs for that. Maybe. He wrote, finally. Oh, he wrote, finally, dot, 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 while, when he was sharing a post, uh, sharing the news of the arrest of local activist Mate Farrakhan Muhammad. You know him, right? Mm-hmm. According to Conley's biography on the Conley Group's website, the former police captain retired from the U.S. Navy after a 27-year career. According to the Iowa Civil Rights Commission, Conley also served on that commission from 2012 oh, to no. 2017. He's on the Civil Rights Commission. <laughs> Classic. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, so I don't know all the details because this was I was just like reading tweets about the city council meeting while mm-hmm. I was over at the amphitheater, and uh, there were people protesting because... This guy shouldn't be getting more money from the city. Yeah, and uh, they arrested a bunch of people, but they have like, like today in they tabled yeah, yeah. they like tabled the contract discussions or whatever. Yeah, they pushed that off yeah. to a later date. I saw protesters in downtown Des Moines, but they all had signs that said, "Somebody hates live music." And <laughs> what? <laughs> no idea who it was. It was like some guy's name, like some George whatever hates live music. And I was like. Hates live music. I don't know. Dang. Is there, is there someone trying to shut down venues or something? I don't know. Is there? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the only Des Moines venue that I really know was shut down months ago. That's true. <laughs> yeah. The only one where any like sort of like independent artists yeah. <laughs> would go through shut down. Yeah. Well, that's the news in Des Moines. <laughs> that was great. That's what we've got going on. I here. really like that. Like the newspaper has just been like forced to like read people's facebook posts yeah yeah and report on them yeah and and that's like the one of probably the best reporters in iowa <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i mean it is one of those things that like the average person probably isn't paying attention to this dude's facebook feed and it is important to point out that this guy is just the worst person right this is shit that he says where everyone can see it yeah. <laughs> see that's why they're so mad about the black lives matter in des moines is that they're actually causing them to like the raise awareness of these sort of things like mm-hmm. the whole issue with the police training stuff yeah was like entirely due to the black lives matter organization here yeah i think there's something else about that in the paper but i think we've read enough news for yeah. one night <laughs> We and maybe. they would love to hire this guy because he has these views, but the problem is that he's been so outspoken about them right. <laughs> that it's like causing a problem for them. Which they, they've gotten real it's bad good. recently at remembering that you have to say the 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 not say the quiet part loud. Right. You're you're allowed to be racist if you just don't <laughs> say it on your Facebook page. We can keep <laughs> money if you don't post your emails <laughs> about like Antifa. Yeah. Yeah. They're making it easier. Well, I don't know. Like. Really, they're only making it harder for themselves. They're not really changing much. No. Well, the thing is, the people who the are pissed off are going to stay pissed yeah. off. You're yeah. not. They're not going to. You know, you have to give concessions in order to. I mean, this is a minor concession. The fact that they're tabling it or whatever, right. tabling it while arresting like everyone. Yeah, in the right. <laughs> but that's not gonna. That's not gonna solve the problem. Not that it's a problem. <laughs> I'm just saying the people who are pissed off are going to stay pissed off and they're right, not because they're, they're not gonna actually keep coming going back to really accede to real demands. Right. Yeah. And of course the fucking whatever they're arresting them for is bullshit. Yeah. And at least in some, I mean, obviously with like the police dissemination of whatever the KCCI thing with like, was that Matei? It was, that he was I think that? he was, or no, well, uh, Viet Tran. Viet Tran. Is yeah. That guy's name? Yeah. Where basically for your information, Teddy, they had, given out uh the police had like some sort of like 
pamphlet with information that got photographed by people in the Black Lives Matter movement and then disseminated by local media. Right. I think what and happened was that... And they arrested the Black Lives Matter people because they had supposedly disseminated, like, confidential secret police. I think what happened was, like, a cop dropped one of these pamphlets. Yeah. And a protester found it and then showed it to Eva Anderson at KCCI. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they disseminated yeah. the information way further than any of the fucking people involved in the protests yeah. were able to. But the but the cops went after the protesters. They went after the cops went after the protesters, and then it got all thrown out just because it's like they can't. There's nothing they can say that shows that it's like actually like secret. Yeah, or that it was like obtained illegally. Yeah, I mean you can't claim something is secret and that makes it illegal to disseminate when you dropped it on the floor or whatever. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) It is ridiculous. Debit card and then be like, um, it's illegal for someone to take that information from me. Like, I mean, I guess it is illegal. Yeah, it's not immoral. It's more like if you dropped cash. Yeah, like it's illegal for you to pick like, that up. Yeah, <laughs> and it was like the most just like generic thing. Like, watch out for people wearing all black clothing, or like you know, like bullshit like that. Yeah. It's been a long time. Were there like photos of some of the? I, I'm not protesters sure. In it? I don't. Remember. It wasn't. It wasn't anything that was like nothing earth shattering. Nothing crazy. Yeah. yeah. Well, do you think that's uh, sufficient for an episode? Sure. Yeah. yeah. I think so. <laughs> I think that, that was fun. We got some information out there. Yeah. Teddy, what kind of stuff would you like to plug um, as our guest? If you thought I was really funny, <laughs> you can listen to my insane podcast about Chumbawamba, mm-hmm. which is called Chumbology. You can find us at Chumbology.rocks. If you thought I was funny and don't want to listen to a podcast solely about Chumbawamba, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at DIY Fieri. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that's about all I have to plug. Lots of uh, Garfield stuff on there. Yeah. If it's a lot of Garfs. Fan of Garfield. <laughs> yeah, I got my Garfield tattoo right oh, yeah? here to. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's on my side. I see yeah. the Soy Boy tattoo. I do tattoo. have a Soy Boy tattoo as well. <laughs> and the Chumbawamba tattoo. I'm required. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's about it. Thank you for having me on. This is a yeah. blast. Yeah, thanks for coming over. Yeah, I'm glad course. you were in town. Yeah, I'm glad yeah. to yeah. do something besides hanging out with my parents at my brother's house for <laughs> <laughs> like the fifth day in a row. Yeah, yeah. It seems like you like your family. I do for the most part, yeah. but there's a reason I don't live at home, and there's a reason that it is exhausting seeing people for more than like yeah, a day for or sure. two. Yeah, for sure. My brother, too, was just like, I'm just going to tell everyone that I'm sleeping until noon tomorrow just so I don't have to talk to people. He's like, it's too much being around everyone after 15 months of living alone. Yeah, like, true. That adds to... The, yeah, that's true. Anxiety. Well, thank you for coming. Of course. Thank you for having me. Sure. Thank you for the delicious beer. Now I can tell my Yeah, I'll invite any random internet person <laughs> over to my house anytime. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I've done it before. I've done it before, too. Yeah. I mean, that's basically why Evan and I are friends. Yeah. yeah. That's... Yeah, I wasn't... Yeah, I mean, Justin and I went to the same high school, but we weren't friends until Justin said that he liked my posts on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> and then came to my 21st birthday party where I think I was, like, fucked up on acid <laughs> for, like, most of it. Anyway, yeah, yeah fun. <laughs> uh, you mentioned your brother, who you said before we were recording. Yeah, uh, he is a Patreon. Member, he is so subscribed. Hello, to Tom. Podcast. If you're, yeah. you were probably listening to this, even yeah. if you weren't a Patreon <laughs> member, but yeah. So yeah, yeah. Shout out to uh, shout Tom out, Wood. Yeah, shout out to Tom. Yeah, yeah. Congrats yeah. on your new home. Exactly. Tom. <laughs> Good job, Tom. <laughs> making me look bad. <laughs> Buying a house. <laughs> <laughs> well, he. Yeah. How, how long has he lived in Iowa? four years i think okay. he's been here a minute yeah. yeah well he moved to the part of the country where it's like feasible to buy exactly. property right yeah. so that's that's your problem i that? know that's 
you can either have like a place where you can afford a home or you can live in a place where shit happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks again to Teddy. Thanks to Evan for hosting. And thanks to Lori also. All right. <laughs> Hi, Lori. Thanks to the cats. Yes, yeah. Thanks to uh, Vivian and Minnie. Vivian and Minnie. Yeah. All right. Yep. See you later. Bye.